The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts. Hello and welcome to Who Review. This week, the Zygon Invasion. Apologies in advance if I sneeze, cough and splutter. I seem to be suffering from some sort of man flu. Still, at least it proves I'm human and not a Zygon, right? Now, on paper, Doctor Who tackling immigration and extremism might not sound like the setup for a rip-roaring family adventure, but Peter Harness does what all great science fiction writers does and uses the genre to hold a microscope up to the world as we know it. Quite a brave move. Um, the bare bones of the tale are, after the events of the Day of the Doctor, the alien shapeshifters, the Zygons have struck an accord with humanity and are living amongst us, hiding in plain sight. Now, I quite like the use of the Zygons in this way, um, by showing them to be the um, the immigrants, if you like. Although I suppose, like with all aliens, whether they be from outer space or from another country, they're not all going to be good. Now, the ones that we know are good was Osgood, and that's how it started. We got to learn a little bit about Osgood and how the Osgoods saw each other. Um, it doesn't really matter whether the one that we have on screen is the real Osgood or the Zygon duplicate. Um, I think it shows a, a lesson to the viewers that we have more in common with the aliens than not. Now the episode itself is a little bit creepy, it's very suspenseful, it's stuffed full of action, and bits of it made me jump. Now as I said we learned, learned early on about the Twin Osgoods, um, Operation Double, and the Zygon Peace Treaty. Now, the other thing that we, we hear reasonably early on is the hybrid. Oh, it's there again, that word again, hybrid. Osgood is a hybrid, she's neither human nor Zygon. Oh, it's all a little bit much for me, if you ask me. Is this a red herring? I suppose in the next few weeks we'll find out. Some of the references made are references to our times. The drone strikes, the, the paramilitary-style martyr videos draped with black flags, um, Western leaders ready to indulge harsh countermeasures, uh, iconography, the casual labelling of the Zygons as traitors. It's a nice touch, differing from alien invasions of uh, past Doctor Who episodes, where the writers uh, placed the story in a bubble of pure science and fiction. Um, this was quite a dramatic turn. Uh, as I said, this is Doctor Who does Homeland, except they probably do it better than Homeland do. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure if you followed the internet you'll understand why. Although I bet the graffiti on the, uh, the Doctor Who one was probably better written. The way this interweaves between the Doctor, Clara and Unit is quite good. The, 
the whole of Clara creeping through sinister subterranean London caverns. Uh, Kate Stewart, although Kate Stewart, would would Kate Stewart go off on a mission on her own if she's the, if she's in charge? I really don't know. I think this episode conjures up some wonderful fuel for kids' imagination, realizing everything from their wildest dreams, an alien command center hidden under their school, to their worst nightmares. Their parents are not their parents, but sinister duplicates. Sort of invasion of the body snatchers for the younger audience. There's a moment just near halfway through the story when um, Clara needs to swing home and pick things up. Now, what things? What? I mean, what, did, does she have a cat she needs to feed? That is the, the only bit that I didn't quite gel right, although I suppose. Um, it was the uh, the cue for the Halloween-style horror lift. And uh, let's be honest, if you've been in a lift, if you've been trapped in a lift or it's done rumblings, that's a bit sinister. I've never had a control panel ooze goo, but there's always a first time, I suppose. Parts of this story were particularly bleak. The military pointing guns at unarmed civilians. The drone almost bombing a family... Uh, soldiers contemplating shooting what appears to be his own mother. This is the dark side of Doctor Who. This is this is the tidal waves he was speaking about in previous episodes. Osgood was absolutely fantastic. I know she's a fan favourite, and absolutely, I think she was written as a fan favourite from the very off. <laughs> what with her throwback question mark on her lapels, her f- big scarf, the fact that she idolises the Doctor. Um, she gets some of the best lines, and so does Capaldi. The fact that he's got question mark underpants makes you wonder what the question is. For those trivia fans amongst us, that's a throwback to Doctor Number Eight in one of the in one of the uh, comics, where it's revealed that he has boxer shorts with question marks on. <coughs> oh, excuse me, that's very unprofessional, Daryl. Now I like the delicious smoke screen with Bonnie disguised as Clara. Why did she call herself Bonnie? Is that a throwback to Bonnie Langford? Who knows. When she comes out with the uh, Truth and Consequences is in New Mexico. Um, And it turns out that a good old Blighty has invaded bit by bit. All of these tiny little pieces of the puzzle fitting together. What we have is a very modern story about uh, understanding compromise and tolerance. Sure, it's definitely Doctor Who, but then again, it strikes me as the Zygons um, are a uh, an extremist group, or of the rise of an extremist group, much like the Daleks when they was originally um, perceived were meant to be the right-wing master race. It's an impressive piece of work. There are twists that you won't see coming, and the cliffhanger was every bit as spectacular as promised. No next time on Doctor Who 
it was absolutely fantastic. My highlight? Well, my highlight is having two little girls commanding an entire alien race. It just took, ticked so many boxes for Doctor Who. It was absolutely splendid. I'm looking forward to next week's episode, but we do have a little bit of news which I'll tack on to the end here. It looks like we're not only getting a, uh, a series 10 of Doctor Who, but Stephen Moffat has said that there's at least another five years in it. That will be a five-year roadmap, people. Something for us to look forward to. We could even get an extra Doctor or two in that time. Anyway, I'm going to go and have a lem sip. Hopefully I'll speak to you all next week when I'm not dying of terrible man flu. I think I need a doctor. This galactic netbite has been brought to you by imperialsteam.com. Why not follow me on Twitter at imperialgnome. Email me at imperialgnome at gmail.com or look me up on Facebook or just ask my galactic netcast friends how to contact me. You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about the show you just listened to, including how to subscribe and give us feedback, plus additional podcasts from the Galactic Network, daily news features, videos, links to our social networks, and more, go to gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.